Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, raw feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Like my friend, Neely Piazza. Don't let friends feed kibble. Good morning, my friend. Hi, y'all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How many cups of coffee do you have in the morning? Um, Usually two, but they're like ridiculously large. Like... <laughs> Like, like the Stanley cup, you know, those Stanley. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Well, that would just be like two pots of coffee then, wouldn't it? Well, so I, a year and a half or so ago, my coffee pot burnt out or blew up or stopped working. However you want to look at it. Yeah. And um, so I was like, well. I couldn't bring myself to buy a new one because they're all plastic and you go through the heating element and all that and leach all the plastic and toxic and all that. I was like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. So I got, uh, I went on a search for percolators mm-hmm. and I found a, um, a vintage Pyrex glass percolator. And so I've been using that since then. It's great. I love it. Um, it's more a little more work and it takes a little bit longer, but it makes great coffee and it's, you know, it's in glass. So the only thing I'm subjecting my water to is the electricity from the stove, but it's a six cup one. So, um, and I think I fill it a little bit higher. So it's kind of basically seven cups, but my, my coffee cup is big enough that that equals out to two Okay, so you have four. I get you. Have so, you enjoyed listening to Doggy Dan? Yeah, it's fun. Um, I have been going through a lot of video, a lot of the videos, and um, I you know went through the whole calming code thing, and have moved on to a couple of the other um programs, and um, it's funny. Um, some of the especially the stuff that has to do with um you know multiple uh multiple dogs and multiple and you know a multiple dog setting or whatever um <clears throat> i was already doing like everybody used to be amazed at the kennel when uh, the daycare dogs would be out of control and i'd go out there and within like 3 to 5 minutes it'd be all calm and quiet and everybody'd be just minding their own business and playing you know little play groups here and there or whatever but all the noise would go away and i could do that pretty consistently and you're cracking a whip or what were you doing no no <laughs> and in listening to or listen to what he was saying so i was implementing a lot I had just learned over the years of, you know, certain things. And a lot of those things are some of the things that he teaches too. And I was like, look at that. I was already doing some of those things. Um, And, you know, of course he goes more in, more in detail and 
has a whole lot more stuff but like that's pretty cool so so um, for, it's, for those of, it's very validating anyway that's awesome so for those of you that don't know who we're talking about we're talking about the online dog trainer his name is doggy dan and he's really easy on the eyes i will have to say <laughs> i'm just saying well, he has a he has a really cool accent too so it's super easy to listen to right 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 uh so he was on the podcast uh we got to know one another he was on the podcast and then i introduced him over to the pet summits which he just did and um and he's got a great online program so the dog calming code uh only 27 dollars. that's 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 awesome and then pull no more leash training boy do i hate to see dogs pulling uh their owners down the street because i'm like they're trachea they're trachea it, it, i know right it kills me uh so he's got that program for only 47 dollars. uh he's got some great online coaching um and here's the thing about online coaching so my mom uh wanted to take her little morky no i'm sorry schnorky all oh, these yorkie breed blends so crazy um <laughs> Next, they're going to have a dorky, a dachshund there, dorky, right? Well, there already are dorgies, which are dachshund corgis. What that's what the, the that's what the queen had because the queen had corgis and her sister had dachshunds, and so they have they did dorgies, which you know the same body shape, basic body shape. So I've seen a couple of them that were pretty cute, but my. Uh, my overall view is always why on earth would you ruin a perfectly good corgi mixing it with anything else? So, right. But and so, but what, but what I was going to say about these online training courses is that my mom wanted to take her little dog to a training course, but they had to have all of their vaccinations. So she exactly. said, Nope, I'll do an online training course. So that's a good thing, but I am going to have to talk to doggy Dan about this little dog. Uh, on his front page here if you scroll down a little bit it's the one with the girl and it's a she's giving him a treat this dog is fat dan <laughs> <laughs> yeah that dog is and fat. i've been i've been um i it's funny training his kind of uh dr morgan took her little her uh first puppy she's had in forever through training too and um I, I, it seems like that's coming to the forefront for a lot of people, you know, about, and legitimately that's why the majority of dogs end up in rescue is because people don't do their research on breeds. And then, um, you know, they don't follow through with training or they like, Oh, it'll grow out of it or whatever. And then they end up with this dog that they just, they don't know what to do with. And they end up in, on the, shelters doesn't have anything to do with um spay and neuter it doesn't have anything to it as much to do with backyard breeders as people think and all that kind of stuff everybody knows i'm a proponent of purebred um breeders that are ethical pure purebred breeders to save the you know the heritage of of your breed but um anyway so i've kind of gotten into training too just on a more more formal level than before so i yeah i did the i got the doggy dan 
um, program and have been watching that. And then I also follow uh, Susan Garrett, who's an agility trainer, and she's actually a raw feeder and is 100% uh, positive reinforcement trainer. So that's kind of fun. And then, uh, of course, the Dunbars have been – Dr. Dunbar was one of the original – positive guys um so kind of they all basically have the same basic tenant you know um but it's fun to watch everybody's watch everybody's videos and see how each of them are the same and a little bit different but um anyway you know a variety of variety of things like that so but at least that's coming uh people are starting to um look at that and like you said the online part is is great because you don't have to deal with the oh your dog has to i have to have proof of this and proof of that it's like yeah not happening right well i was on july 15th 2021 on doggy dan's show uh and dr connor brady was on may 19th uh so he's got he's got and dr judy was on you should be on their show I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you really should. I'll tell him. We'll tell Karen you need to get on over there. All right. So, um, you know what? I love what you just said about you. You are a proponent for protecting the integrity of a breed. And you are mm-hmm. the same way protecting the integrity of raw dog food. Right. Because mm-hmm. we see that I'm a purist <clears throat> well so am I and I know and and, and we're, I'm looking out there and you know I get a lot of people that have questions and they're having itchies and I'm looking at what they're feeding and I'm just like you you gotta feed raw well I am feeding raw well not really <laughs> <laughs> are you are, are you, you really come on what does that mean <laughs> right that's our favorite what does that mean yeah uh, exactly <clears throat> I had a vet call me yesterday. Uh oh. Um, she's a retired vet. She has a German Shepherd. She lives in Arizona, and she has a friend who buys from us. And she has a dog that's incredibly messed up. She's feeding kibble, and the dog's on Apoquil. And he's two years old. And I said, "Listen here, at two, <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Let me, I'll let you finish your story and then remind me, I want to say something about Apple. Yeah, because I don't know. Uh, the one thing that she did know though, and I thought this was a, kind of a, a curious comment that she made. She said, well, I think that this kibble has mites in it. Um, so I'm keeping it in the refrigerator to kill the mites. And I said, well, why don't we just toss it in the trash? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> good answer <laughs> was she wanting just information about raw or what was she, i mean she's a vet she couldn't have called you for vet reasons no like she some was, people she, do right she was she was gonna call me and then call one of her vet dermatologists about the dog skin and i said let me tell you, if you will toss that food in the trash, stop it. You can get off the Apoquil. You don't have to go to a dermatologist who will give you topicals. and Topical steroids, yeah. Right. And then we're just in a 
terrible, terrible mess. mess. So good for her friend out there in Arizona who was talking about, you know, how it has really helped her dog. Yeah. But uh, made enough of an impact for for her to call you. So that's that's a positive, especially a retired vet. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the here's the indoctrination of all people, though. They believe that. Um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they believe that breeds the breed of the dog is the problem. The breed of the dog. And and I get it when we talk about, all right, if we got generations of overly vaccinated and kibble fed dogs, I get that. But I don't know, Niels, most of the time, it's not the breed of the dog. It's the brand of the bag. <laughs> yeah, the vast majority of the time it is. I mean, there are, you know, in general, in very wide sweeping vast general terms there are some breeds that have more issues than others and don't you dare don't you dare certain areas i won't but say um, german shepherds well they the problem (laughs) is that that i have that i see and again it's a broad sweeping general term but working bred shepherds you know the especially german german shepherds from working bred lines are typically sounder in mind and body both than the american bred show shepherds that is um, true that is true so and so the majority when i say have problems a lot of problems with shepherds it's the american bred show shepherds um that tend to have more issues and if you can just look look at them side by side and tell. I mean, it, you've got one of each. Look at Lazi standing next to Asta. I mean, they're totally different dogs. Well, yes. And I do believe that the ones that are very angled in the back, which is going to be your show lines, are more susceptible to problems, as we're seeing with Asta. Now, I... I don't know. I would have liked to have seen how Asta would have been at this age, 14, had she not torn the CCL early on. Um, and had we, we did not go through the surgery, we let it heal naturally. So that scar tissue is going to come in. You're going to have a knot there. And obviously you're going to have arthritis, right? I would have loved well, this. I, I will, I, I will say too, that Asta is, um, a very unusual example of a show shepherd because she, you know she's she's been a whole lot better off and you don't have the same most of them have like attitude issues too you know their their brains are messed up not only their bodies but their brains are messed up and they they're they're built so different that um it's hard to yeah some of them are just really hard to deal with and you're seeing this now too some of them have a real issue with uh, with um appetite i've seen multiple american bread shepherds that are like that well not mine no Trust and me. that's what i'm saying yours yours are not like that and lazy you can't really i mean she's completely different from any of any of the um showbread ones but, and right. again broad sweeping statements you know yeah, and people will say, well, I have a golden and they're susceptible. And I, I here's what I say. Look, you have a wolf or you have a mountain lion. Which do you have? Okay, we're going to treat, you know, them as the species that they are. But 
again, when you talk about attitude, when you talk about brain, you know, Neely, the question is really this. How would a dog be if they weren't overly vaccinated? Or yep. I'm going to say overly. Uh, and if they were not eating sugar, this changes their mind. This changes their behavior. And yet the majority of dogs that are out there are still on that path. So it 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 really is so unfair, I think, that you've got a dog who you've put the toxins in them. And you're pumping them with sugar and now you're going to reprimand them for acting out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, uh, yeah, hundred percent. And that, that was, um, part of the whole training thing too. You know, you can't, um, you know, people say my dog's untrainable or whatever. Well, um, it's like kids, you can't expect them to sit in class and study and focus and learn anything if they're hopped up on McDonald's and 31 flavors. Right. Right. I mean, it's the same with dogs. If they're hopped up on kibble and they can't focus and some of them can't see right, some of them can't hear right. They, you know, if they've had uh, flea and tick stuff and have got like a, a twitch or, or whatever, you know, in, in, in my mind, overly vaccinated is vaccinated at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they're compromised and their their focus is compromised and their learning ability is compromised it's same as kids it's the same story with kids so you have to set them up for success and the basis you know your your foundation for that is nutrition um but what i was going to say about avco before is i'm noticing here recently you said that this this dog that um you were talking about was only two and is already on avco you know Used to be, you know, five years ago, dogs didn't get put on Avaquil until they were like, you know, seven, eight, nine years old. Now I'm seeing more and more often that they're putting young dogs on it and it doesn't work. Before it would, it actually did work for a while. It's still toxic as all get out, but it actually worked, right? And it would buy people a couple of years of, of worth of time. Of course, the dog would end up with cancer or die anyway, but it was never. But now they're giving it to younger and younger dogs and it doesn't work at all. And I have somebody that I'm working with right now that, um, uh, you know, I said the same thing. The first thing we need to do is is um, get off of all these things but you need to talk to your vet and tell them this is what we're doing and have uh, have veterinary supervision getting them off and she contacted me back and said her vet told her you there's not there's not danger of just stopping giving it you can just stop giving it what i know and i'm like are you sure and she's like, so she did and i'm like mm -hmm. this particular vet said you can you know like well, steroids and stuff, you have to like step them down. Again, that's what we've heard. Um, but well, her vet told her that she could just stop giving it. Well, what a great way to get them off the raw because they start the raw. They say just stop the apoquil, and the dog starts itching like mad because you've got a boomerang yeah. effect. Well, uh, and that's exactly what's happened. This dog is living in a cone, so that's what we're working what? on right now. So, um, but she's improving. We've got her on, we've got her diet straightened out. We've got her, we've got her on, um, 
homeopathic protocols and she's she's improving it's going going slow but she's improving if you the first thing you do is you take that diagnosis and you learn everything you possibly can about that diagnosis and about what that means and every aspect of where that comes from what it's related to all that kind of stuff and then then the first thing you do is you look at what nutritional aspects can you do to help the help the body protect itself from that because that's that's your only hope is that the body can protect itself there's a body a body doesn't do anything for no reason it's absolutely brilliant the worst thing we do is get in its way so it's telling you something so learn all you can about that particular issue and how why is your dog what is your dog's body responding to to make it do that right right so then you look at um you look at that issue and you try to um get you know help the body do fix whatever it's trying to fix in a in a way that is less um destructive for lack of a better way to do it but you stay out of its way. You help it rather than get in its way. Um, I, you know, I mean, <clears throat> this is speaking for myself. Unless my dog was in pain at the end of life or whatever, fixing to die, I would never do antibiotics or steroids either one. So unless there's, you know, I'm I'm not gonna sit and watch my dog suffer just because I'm too stubborn to do something like that. It's like the whole cancer thing. It's it's filling up the tr- putting the trash in the trash can to get the tumor. So re- so removing the tumor doesn't fix anything. It just empties the trash can and then it just puts one somewhere else. You have to you have to stop the um uh inflow of trash. Right? So right. you have no reason to form a tumor. So something like that um you have to figure out like I said, why the body is doing that and what it is protecting itself from. Put your put your Dr. Cowan hat on. Okay. Put your Dr. Cowan hat on. How does Dr. Cowan explain someone getting cancer? Like what I just said. The tumors are like um trash cans. And so your body is putting all the toxins and trash and stuff in the trash can and it forms a tumor and so until you stop the input of trash you're not gonna stop you're not gonna stop that now dr merritt would say that it's parasites i and i kind of think it's a i don't think there's one answer I i think what what is called cancer is a multitude of different things you know i I don't think that it's necessarily just one single thing. I think they're both right from from the from the context of where they're coming from. Basically, all of those types of diseases, you know, diabetes and uh, cancer and high blood pressure and and all those things, is the body's answer to fixing something that you're doing to it. So the first thing you fix is the diet. Mm-hmm. The next thing, well, it, it's a it's a hard it's a hard choice between one and two. I'd say they're both probably equally as important. And you stop toxic input 
of pharmaceuticals and injections and any of that other crap. You have to stop toxic input to the best of your ability and you have to do an appropriate nourishing, realistically nourishing diet. And until you do those two things, you're not going to fix anything. You might put a Band-Aid on something for a little while, but it's just going to, whatever's going on, it's going to, you're going to, that's that's why the issue with dogs that have skin problems, if you just put a Band-Aid on that and you fix the topical part, it drives that disease deeper because it, that's the that's the easiest way for the body to push toxins out. That's why so many dogs have it because that's the first place it goes. It comes out the skin, the eyes, the ears, right? That's the easiest way for it to push it out. So if you block those outlets, it has it has to find deeper places or different places to distribute that toxic whatever it is. That's how you end up with organ disease and organ failure because you block that out that outlet, that toxic outlet with the skin. So if you don't fix the toxic input, you first, and then deal with the fallout that you've already, you know, that you're already experiencing, you, you fix, you fix the input and then you deal with the fallout from that because there will be fallout because once you stop that and open all those all those detox channels then you have detox stuff coming out everywhere and every dog's going to be a little bit different because they all have um different thresholds and you know different um you know the shortest distance between two points is a straight line right so the easiest push out for one is going to be a little different than another so one dog may have eye boogers and conjunctivitis and another one might have ear infections and another one might have hot spots and another one might have a UTI and um you know like that well and and we are just not trained to look at it as a whole body issue right and when you look at traditional veterinary medicine it is put a band-aid on it put a band-aid on it put a band-aid on it all the time when I was when I was talking with this vet yesterday you know I'm like you've got to start from the diet you you've got to get rid of yeah, that, that that has to be the beginning you can't if you don't fix the diet you're you know you may see I tell homeopathy people this too and I used to I would tell um acupressure people this and uh uh, TCVM people that, cause I do that too. But if you don't fix a diet, I mean, yeah, acupressure may give you some temporary relief because it's such a powerful modality, but if you don't fix what's, what's the underlying factor and give the body what it needs to heal itself, if you don't facilitate that, you're not going to get anywhere. It's, everything's going to be temporary. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a very hard concept. And I, you know, I start thinking about the uh, veterinary dermatologist. I'm just like, what, do, what you know, what a what a business. You're not curing anything. <laughs> I, know. And that, I know. And that was created. I mean, that whole that whole section there was created from the Kimball company. So, I mean, you know, that again, that's part of why this whole charade goes on, because 
all of these, a lot of these different specialties and industries are built on the uh, fraud and deceit of the underlying ones, like food. Same, it's the same in the in the human human sector. It's it's all the same thing. I mean, you know, make the make the food toxic, make the pharma toxic. And then it's just a big revolving door where all of the criminals make all the money. Yeah, that's why they call it industry. It's an industry. That's why cancer is still around. The cure for cancer has been found over and over and over and over and over again. But it's outlawed. You know, it's against the law for a doctor to tell a cancer patient to change his diet. It's against the law. Against the law to tell you to change your diet. Come on, Niels. You're pulling I'm, my... I'm not, no, I'm serious. They will yank your license for that. If you don't recommend uh, slash and burn therapy for cancer, you will have it's it's illegal. I think all people have to do is look at what do we suppress in information? What are we trying to take out of the world, like vitamin D and, you know, <laughs> yeah. sunshine and fresh air? You know, we don't want people to know about that. Yeah, well, and uh, Dr. Naputi was um, uh, sued by the, the I forget which department, but a department of the government. I don't remember if it was the Department of Defense or, or uh, Department of, I don't remember what department it was, um, for recommending uh, vitamin D. And they sued him for like multiple billions of dollars. And he was like, bring it on. And he won. You want to work with Neely Piazza, one of the best in the business. If your dog has skin issues, if he has gut issues, if um, he has any issues at all, the, the area where Neely is one of the best is looking at that dog and saying, all right, as a whole body, what's happening, right? You're going to look at the whole body. What are we feeding? What water? Uh, what toxins? What is happening and help you adjust that thinking so that you can um, help your dog become revitalized, right? So a lot of times people want to know what can I put in the body? And the majority of the time, Neely and I are saying, what can you take out out. of the body, right? What, what, what can you take out? Because, um, I know that the mind says, but I want to keep feeding this kibble. Because it's convenient and it's easy and I can kill the mites by putting it in the refrigerator. That kills me. (laughs) That was the funniest thing I've ever heard. I was like, what? No. And and so um, she can really help you do that. And so you want to sign up with Neely. She's on my health consults page. All right. Health consults, the very first one right there. Sign up with her. She will get back with you. The biggest bang for your buck, right? She's going to, she is really going to help you align your thinking so that you can have the confidence to do what is outside of your box currently. And the more you get outside of the box, the less you're going to want to be in the box. Yeah. It's way better out here. (laughs) And this is really what we need to help people do. It's uncomfortable. Uh, it's, it, you, you're afraid that maybe you're doing the wrong thing, but what you're doing, if it works, it would be working and right. it's not, it's not working. Right. 
So we and have people get- have trouble seeing that. Obviously, what you're doing is not working or you wouldn't be here. All right. So we're going to help you take that U-turn, maybe take a fork in the road or a, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, get get over to Raw Dog Food and Company and Company, Raw Dog Food and Company dot com. Uh, go to our learning center, our health consults page. That's where you're going to find that beautiful face of Neely Piazza right there. Just click on that and uh, she's going to work with you and you're going to have amazing results. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business and we're friends like Neely Piazza. Don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.